Welcome to episode two of Dorm Locks Podcast. We'll be discussing the college football slate first. Opening it up, I'm going to uh, give you guys three picks. This week, I'm liking UCLA versus UW. I'm going to take the money line, plus 105, put a unit on that, and then translate over. I'm going to take Ole Mississippi, minus three versus Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee is all that good. We saw Ole Mississippi play a really good game last week. They toughed it out. Just got to work on the defense, but I think it's going to be a good game. And then my last pick is going to be Michigan State versus Indiana, Michigan. Of I think it was minus three, minus four and a half, minus 115. I'm going to take that, and uh, I'm going to translate it over to Chris, who's our new uh, host here. This is his first week. All right. Glad to be on the podcast uh, for my first pick. I'm going to go with some of the, the popular games uh, for a couple of them. So my first one, I'm going to be bold and brave and bet against Georgia and having Kentucky plus 22 and a half covering the spread. Um, it should be a good game. I'm excited to see what Kentucky's defense is going to do against that uh, or Kentucky offense go against that Georgia defense. Um, the next one, I got Oregon minus 13 and a half uh, against Cal. Cal's in there at one and five. Oregon's undefeated. Um, I don't think the Golden Bears are going to be able to do much against the Ducks. Um, for the next one, I have Texas minus five and a half. And I forget who they're playing. Um, but I have Texas in that game minus five. Um, oh, they're playing Oklahoma State. That's what it is. Um, but Texas at home, I think they're going to bounce back after that um, blown lead against um, Oklahoma. Oklahoma last week. And lastly, I have a little ACC matchup. I have the Boston College money line against NC State. Um, the Wolfpack are going to be going in at BC. I think BC and the crowd is going to be able to pull that one out. So that's who I have for my straight back picks. And I'm going to pass it off to Karate. All right. Uh, quick shout out to our Twitter account at Dormlocks Pod. We uh, post picks daily. We've been keeping track of our records. So feel free to drop us a follow and likes and retweets. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to start off my college football card with Michigan State minus three. I went to their game against Rutgers and they absolutely shit on Rutgers. Rutgers has been one of the teams that's been very surprising and people have been cover, uh, betting them to cover Michigan state sun them. It was embarrassing for Rutgers. So I love Michigan state minus three here. Um, my next pick is going to be Boston college plus two. Uh, if it wasn't for a dog shit snap by their uh, center, they probably would have beaten Clemson in Clemson. Um, they've had a really solid season, even with their quarterback being out. Um, I haven't really heard much about NC State since they beat Clemson, but I know, you know, going to college in the area that BC is a powerhouse or is becoming a powerhouse once again. So I'm going to go there uh, for plus two. And my next one, I love Cincinnati minus 20. Uh, they are a really good team. I personally think they'll get into the playoff this year. It's going to be a little interesting how that actually plays out, but I believe if one of these big power five schools – loses more than once and I think the committee's gonna have to let them in at least to the four spot. So I love them blowing out their next opponent. And finally, I'm taking Baylor minus four and a half against BYU. 
Uh, if it wasn't for Texas blowing a major lead against Oklahoma, BYU would have fucked my parlay over last weekend. Uh, they looked fucking terrible. They made so many mistakes, so many turnovers. Baylor's been <laughs> 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 Baylor's been solid this whole year. Uh, there, I, I believe they're. They're very uh, the spread the spread that they're predicting against Oklahoma is not going to be that big. They're a legit team, so I'm going to have them uh, minus four and a half against BYU this year. All right. Uh, so for my college picks, the first one I really have is uh, Iowa minus eleven and a half. They're home against Purdue. Uh, Purdue's just a bad team. <laughs> Uh, so I think Iowa should be able to cover there, and they're at home. Um, the next pick I have is UNC North Carolina, um, seven and a half again against. They're playing Miami. Miami just lost their quarterback uh, for the season, so I don't think their backup is going to be as good as Derek King is. So I'm going to ride of Sam Howell and the Tar Heels there. And then the final pick I have is the Kentucky Georgia under. Uh, both teams can play defense, so I don't think there will be a lot of scoring there. And those are my three college football picks. All right, so that finishes our, our cards for college football. We'll, we will have our cards on Twitter. Uh, make sure you like and retweet them if you are uh, tailing or fading. So this brings us to Sunday where we open up with the Jags versus Dolphins in the London game. Looking at the game – Two dog shit teams, but lately the Dolphins have regressed since last week when they played against the Bucks. I think the Jags are slowly getting better. They're starting to rely on uh, Robinson more to run the ball. So I think I'm going to go Jags plus three in this game. And the over-under is 47-2. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jaguars plus three also. Uh I believe Urban Myers due for a win after his off-the-field shenanigans. Uh, n- not being a family man, uh, I think uh, – I just think the Dolphins are dog shit uh, after, you know – I'm a Pats fan. After watching them beat the Patriots week one, they've looked really bad since. Uh, is I believe Tua might be playing this week. He is, uh, but he's yeah, dog he, shit. He is trash. He had probably he probably had a career game against the Pats in Week One. Pisses me the fuck off. So I'm going to take the Jaguars. I believe Trevor Lawrence is going to become a better quarterback throughout the season. Uh, he's starting to look a little bit better. But yeah, Urban Meyer, baby, need that win out of you. Um, for me, I'm just going to take the Jaguars plus three. I bet them last week they weren't close against Tennessee, but they're going up against Derrick Henry. Dolphins don't have Derrick Henry type player on their team. So I'm going to take the Jaguars again. Uh, they got to cover, maybe even win eventually. So let's just ride with them again. Yeah, I'm going to go with the uh, the Jags money line as well. I think this is the only real game that Jacksonville is going to have to be able to win in a long time. I don't see them be- beating the Seahawks in Seattle. I don't see them beating the Bills. And I don't see them being the Colts in the next three weeks. So this is the best chance they're going to get at getting a win um, here in these next few weeks. Otherwise, they could be looking at 0-8 pretty soon. And Urban Meyer is probably going to get a call from USC soon after. So um, we'll look out for that. So you're going with the Jaguars money line plus 130? Yes, sir. All right. 
Moving on from that game, we're going to the, I think, Chargers versus the Ravens at Baltimore. The over-under is 51.5, and the line is plus, minus 2.5. This game, I think, is the game of the week. Ravens coming off a, a nice comeback win against the Colts uh, last week. Chargers, same thing. Came off a win against the Browns. Personally, here, I think it's a, a pick em game. I think I'm going to take the, the juice. I'm going to take Chargers money line at plus 115. I just think Herbert is that dude. I think Lamar's – I don't think he's that guy this season still. Yeah, for me, I'm taking Chargers plus three. Uh, I am officially sold on Justin Herbert. This guy's legit. He's going to be a great quarterback for many years to come. Uh, for the Ravens, I just – you know, they had – first of all, it's going to be a letdown game because, you know, they had – it was one of the craziest Monday night games. I was hammered in Times Square watching it happen. You know, it was they were down by 17 or however much. All of a sudden, they tie it. You know, fucking Lamar Jackson goes off for 450 yards out of nowhere. I just don't think he has what it takes to take the Ravens deep this year. Justin Herbert's legit. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, it, they have such a good offense that it's going to be hard to bet against them for the rest of the year. So I'm going to take Chargers plus three. For me, I'm going to double dip here and take Chargers plus two and a half and Chargers money line. Um, I think there's one stat that says like 80% when 80 of the time when road dogs are getting plus two and a half, they cover. So I think it was true last week in one of the games. I totally forget which game. Oh, it was the Bills game. The Bills are plus two and a half. They ended up covering and winning. Um, we were on that game. I'm going to ride with the stat again and do that. So I'll take the spread and Chargers outright. So it looks like a pretty common theme going with the underdogs here, but uh, I'm going to have to go with the Chargers money line as well. Herbert, as Boomer and Karate and Suarez has said, is that dude, the former Sheldon High School fishing club president. Um, <laughs> don't fuck with him. Um, he's, I think he's going to torch the Ravens secondary. So, um, looking forward to that game in Baltimore. All right. Back-to-back squad rides. You heard that here first. Hashtag squad ride, baby. See it on Twitter at Thormlocks pod. (laughs) So moving on to the the last 10 a.m. game we're going to do, we're going to do the, the Vikings versus the Panthers. First, I think it's another pick them. I think Cook and McCaffrey are back for both teams. I'm expecting the Panthers to have a, a bounce back from last week, losing to the fucking Eagles, dog piss. And the Vikings came off a win against the Lions, barely winning. I don't think the Vikings are that good. They're all over the place right now. I'm going to take Panthers, money line plus 120. And the over-under is 46, but I'm going to stay away from that. I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to go Panthers, money line as well. Uh, I think Sam, Sam Darnold's been great this year. Uh, last week against the Eagles, I just think it was a down week. Three picks that has not happened yet with his new team. Uh, I, Vikings, I don't think are very good. You know, the word Kirk-tober has been thrown around on social media that Kirk Cousins is a Hall of Fame quarterback in October, but I think that stops here, especially with Christian McCaffrey back. That just brings a whole nother, a whole nother level to the Panthers' offense. I think Sam Darnold is going to throw for four TDs, which I hope because he's my fantasy quarterback, but Nonetheless, I think the Panthers are going to win very handily. I'm going to take the money line. Uh, for me, I'm going to take the over 46 points. Um, 
last week, both teams kind of had like abysmal weeks, not scoring. Um, the offense, in my opinion, are going to click here and we're going to have a high scoring shootout. Not necessarily Cleveland Chargers type, but there will be lots of points put up on the board by both teams. For this game, I'll have to forego my pick as I'll be saving this game for a later segment uh, to be named and introduced later. Okay, moving on to the uh, afternoon slate. We have the Browns versus the Cardinals opening lines of minus three and a half, with the over under 49 and a half. Personally, this game, I think is a pretty hard game, just like Baltimore and Chargers. The Cards came out. They're still 5-0. and The Browns had a heartbreak loss to the Chargers, having, I think, 48, 40-something points. Brutal loss. But here, I just don't like the fucking Cardinals. They ruined my parlay last week. I think I'm going to take the, the Browns minus 3.5 right now. I just think Baker Mayfield uh, does well. I think he hopefully targets Odell more this week. I think they bring the W. For me, this is honestly a coin flip. I have no fucking idea what to bet. Uh, I hate Kyler Murray. He's a little fucking baby. He's a Yoda-looking ass. Uh, the Browns, you know, they have, a, they have a really good defense. You know, I want to like Baker Mayfield. I, I'm just, I'm still not sold on the guy, even though he's been in the league for a couple of years. But I do think the one thing that's really going to push my bet towards Browns minus three is the fact that I believe that the Cardinals are last year's Steelers. They're not very good, yet they could go 11-0 like the Steelers did. Uh, so I did the coin flip in my head. I'm going to go Browns minus three. Um, for me here, I don't really see the Browns, how they're favorites in this game. The Cardinals are undefeated. Um, I'm going to stay away from picking the team here, and I'm just going to choose to take right up the over here. Um both teams can score. Uh, both teams don't really play defense. <laughs> so I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to have to be with Alex on this one. I looked at this game and saw there was no real way to be able to win some money picking a team. So with both high-potent quarterbacks that you got, Oklahoma Heisman Trophy winners back-to-back, I think this game is going to be a shootout. Um It'll probably be like Cleveland's last game against the Chargers. A lot of scoring, a lot of touchdowns. So I'm going to take in the over at 49.5 along with Alex. All right, I have the split rides. So next game for the afternoon slate with the Cowboys versus the Pats. At Pats, opening line minus 3.5. The line has moved from, I think, minus 4.5 to minus 3.5. The over-under is 15.5. This game, Cowboys, I think 5-0 and at the spread, right, Alex? Uh, yeah. Enough. Yeah, coming off last week, Pats came out really fucking ice cold until, I think, the fourth quarter. The Texans choked the lead. I'm just not sold on the Pats. He's a rookie. I don't think he's that ready. Dak is in the contention of being MVP talk right now. I think I'm going to take the Cowboys minus three and a half. As I've said before, I'm a big Pats fan. Uh, a lot of gripes with the team right now. Uh, last week was miserable to watch until the, last, uh, until the fourth quarter when they stopped. Started to finally put it together. Uh, I'm actually going to lean towards the under in this game. Uh, I watched the Bucks come into town, and it was a really close game, low scoring. The Bucks came in with a really – they're still a high, potent offense, but they came into Foxborough, and they were held to 19 points. 
Uh, I think, you know, Bill Belichick's going to do something very similar this week. I think he's going to find a way to slow down the Cowboys offense. Um, I don't feel confident enough in the Pats to take them plus four. So I'm just going to go with the under on this one. I do think it's going to be a close game. I think the Pats defense will hopefully carry as much as they can. And maybe the Pats will do something to make, you know, maybe squeak a win out. But I do think the under is the best bet here. For me, uh, I honestly don't have a say in the spread. I like the Cowboys to just win outright with the money line. Um, you never know with Bill Belichick, so he, what he has up his sleeve or how they come out and look. So I don't really see a clear winner here with the spread, so I'm just going to ride with the Cowboys in the money line. I'm going to have to go with, along with Boomer. On this one, I'm going to go Cowboys spread minus three and a half. I think Dak and Zeke, um, in spite of being in Foxborough, I think they'll be able to win by at least a touchdown. So I'm going to have to take Cowboys spread minus three and a half. All right. That leads us to our, the Sunday night football game with the Seahawks versus the Steelers at Pittsburgh. This is a fucking dog shit game, I think. I think Gino is starting right. Yeah, the Seahawks versus Old Ben. Personally, I just stay away from this game. But if we had a pick, I don't think Gino really looked that bad towards the end of the last game. He threw that interception, but that was more on Lockett, I think. So I think I'm just gonna say fuck Old Ben and take plus five Seahawks. I was really torn on this one because I don't like Ben Roethlisberger. I never have. I think he's a fat piece of shit. Uh, the <laughs> the fact that he's still playing is egregious. But I will give them credit. They have started to play better. Um, they played well even with Juju being out early in the game last week. Um, it's fucking Geno Smith. Like, I didn't swear to God, didn't know this guy was still in the league until he came in for Russell Wilson. So, uh, as much as I hate to do it, I'm going to have to go Steelers here. I'll take them against the spread. I still hate Ben Roethlisberger, but, you know. I got to do what I have to do. It's fucking Geno Smith. Um, for me, I'm going to take the Steelers <laughs> with the points. Again, it's not really a good game, in my opinion. Uh, Steelers don't look good. Seahawks, I don't know how they're going to look with uh, Geno at quarterback. I'm just going to take the team with clear talent and more offensive weapons. Minus, so I'm going to take Steelers since the Seahawks are without Russell Wilson who's most likely the leader on that team. In spite of being a Seahawks fan, I'm going to have to go with Steelers spread minus five. Um, Geno Smith, the last I heard he was a receiver, and now he's back <laughs> at quarterback being a backup. So I'm not too confident in what the hell Seattle's going to run regards of offense. They might just run the uh, Wildcat the whole game. But um, they'll score some points, but I don't think they're going to be able to cover that spread against Fat Ben. So I'm going to go with Steelers minus five. All right. So that's our card right now. But before we go, we're going to introduce our new segment of the pod where we give the whale of the day by hosted by Prince Pimentel for Parlay. <laughs> All right. So, so excited to start this uh 
new segment, Whale of the Day. I usually pick around four to eight teamers this week. I'm doing an NFL and college football, six teamers. Um, beware when you tail. I Beware. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, so for college football, I have um, ASU at the even slate right now, just a pick minus 100, I think it is right now, against Utah. Um, I think they're going to be in – at Utah, but I think ASU, they're, they're high-point offense. Um, Utah looked good last week, but that's because they played my dog shit team, USC, who have not been playing well this year. So I'm going to take ASU on that game. Michigan State, as Crowdy said earlier, um, they've just been rolling on all year. I've been rolling on Michigan State on the Spartans pretty much all year. So I'm going to keep rolling with them at minus four and a half. Um, SDSU is a minus nine against San Jose State. Uh San Jose State has been pretty subpar to what they're supposed to be this year. So I'm going to take SDSU minus nine. I'm going to go with the big game, Tennessee money line at Knoxville. Um, I think that same is going to be electric. I think Lane Kiffin, um, he still really, really doesn't know what planet he's on. So I think Tennessee is going to be able to take that game. Um, I got the UCLA money line. Um, I forget who they play. Let me see who they play really quick. Play UW. They play UW. UW has been pretty abysmal as well this year. Um, it is in Washington, but I still think UCLA is going to be able to win outright. They're surprisingly the underdog, um, which is which is kind of weird to me. But last but not least, I got Alabama, Mississippi State, the over 57 and a half. Um, this game is either going to be Bama is going to get 50 of those points and Mississippi State is going to get 10, or Bama is going to get 60, and Mississippi State is going to get 40. Um, Bama is going to be coming off that Texas A&M loss, so they're going to be coming out firing. And you already know that Nick Saban will not let that offense um, score less than 45 points um, in that game. So I think they're coming out firing. So I got that one for the college football lock, or not the lock, but my whale of the day. Um, for my Sunday whale, uh, my NFL games, I'm going to take the Bengals at three and a half um, against the Lions. Lions clearly are dog shit, um, but against the Lions, you got Joe Burrow in there. Going to ride that game. I got the Panthers money line against Minnesota. Um, big USC guy, so I got to stick with Sammy D. He's very electrifying. I know what he can do. Um, so he's pretty surprising at times, and people definitely are starting to take notice of him in the league, given his respect. Um, for the Chiefs Washington football team, I'm going to take the over 54 and a half. Um, I think Mahomes started, is going to start to figure out his shit. Um, he's going to score some points the way he knows how to. Um, next, I have the Broncos minus three and a half. Um, they're going to make give Raiders their third loss in a row, I think it is. Um, Derek Carr is – is pretty under the radar average. People overhype him, I think. Uh, he was torching these terrible defenses. Uh, so I'm going to ride with the Broncos. It's going to be at mile high, too. So even more of a reason why I picked him. And then the last two, I got the Colts minus 10 against dog shit Houston. And then I got the Bills minus five and a half at Tennessee on Monday Night Football. Josh Allen is that dude. Um, for his team, I think he scored me like 70 points for fantasy, even though our points are boosted. He still scores me a lot of points. So 
Um, I'm very confident in um, him on that Monday night. And yeah, thank you for listening to Whale of the Day, the new segment. Yeah, the whale's odds will be posted on Twitter. Make sure you tune in and see it. It, it will probably be a fat juicer. I, <laughs> I don't know if it hits, but it's always for fun, you know? And this leads us to our last segment, which is dorm locks. We all pick a, a mortal lock, basically, and what we truly believe is the lock of the day or lock of the slate. This week, I'm going to go with the Cowboys minus three and a half at the Pats. I just feel like they're going to blow them out, make it 6-0 and at the spread. So go ahead, Karate, you can say yours now. My dorm lock of the week is going to be Cincinnati minus 20. Uh, if they want to get into the college football playoff, they're going to have to blow out every opponent that they can. Uh, I think that's going to happen this week. I would put the 401k and mortgage on this game. <laughs> uh, my dorm lock is going to be Arizona State. It's a pick on uh, pretty simple there. And lastly for me, um, I'm going to take Iowa minus 11 and a half against Purdue. Iowa's got that their swagger back. They just beat Penn State off that big win. Um, they got another home game, ABC primetime. Um, I think Iowa's going to blow up Purdue, not to mention Iowa's 5-1 and one against the spread. And I think the one time they didn't cover was Penn State, but I don't even think that – I think that they did cover that one. I think it was two-and-a-half spread. I can't remember, but I'm pretty confident in Iowa – um, withdrawing my tuition on this game. Um, yeah, it should be a good one. All right, so that's week two of Dorm Locks Podcast. Make sure you follow our Twitter, Dorm Locks Podcast. And hope you guys have a good slate, a good weekend, and make it the gambling gods favor you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That was way easier than last week, bro. Way yeah, easier. that was that went easy. That was more fun. That was fun. All right, so... Are you going to 